Welcome to the Pillar of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Prophet Jeffrey Marshall. It's such an honor to share this moment in time with you. I look forward to sharing what the Father has for us as men in such a time as this. Listen, I celebrate you. Yes, you. You that's listening. I celebrate your walk. I celebrate right where you are right this moment. Whether you building, whether you tearing down, whether you cleaning up, this is a safe place, a safe space that we will work together as men to get better so that we can do better. Real men, real issues. Let's go. Kingdom blessings and God bless you. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it might be when you reach this and when it reaches you. I pray God's choice is blessing over your heart, over your mind, and I pray the peace of God be your portion. Oh, yeah. You might be dealing with some things. You might be wrestling with some circumstances that are really, really, really uncertain. But I'm here to let you know that no matter what it looks like, no matter how dark it is, there's always hope. When you put your trust in God, there's always hope. He will lead you back to where he needs you to be. One of the things that really is near and dear to my heart um, and just in some of the conversations I have been having leading up to the Easter holiday is a, is, a, is a sense of worthlessness by a lot of men, whether it's because they have not accomplished certain things that they felt they should have. Uh, they don't they they don't think that they are in a place that they should be or they don't see growth or they don't see certain uh, attributes or they don't just see things. They don't see themselves as successful. They don't see themselves as worth anything. And and what I want to do is just take this time. Yeah. To you right now, wherever you are listening to this. And I want to let you know something. I want to let you know that you still God's child. And no matter who has overlooked you, no matter who has forgotten you, no matter who has written you off, it was for a reason. And your father is setting you up from this moment on to springboard you forward as a mighty man of God. Listen, we got to unpack some things. And once we unpack certain things, we leave them there. One of the things that God wants us to unpack is worthlessness. And feeling as if we are not worthy. One of the most humbling experiences that I ever felt and ever went through and ever walked in life was my prodigal experience. We're going to be looking at Luke, the 15th chapter. And it's a passage of scripture that's so near and dear to my heart. And some men have walked this, some men have not. Some people have read about this. Some people have studied this and some people have had to live this. And I believe many of us have to live this and walk this so that we can teach and prevent this from happening to others, whether it's our children, our legacy or someone else's. So I believe that what you went through, what you survived was for a reason. You survived it so that you can help guide somebody through it. You didn't just become a victor just to just to stand on a pedestal. And hold your hands up in victory. Absolutely not. God allowed you to go through so that whenever somebody else is going through, you can guide them out. When somebody else is going through, you can get them through. You know why? Because you got through. Let's look at what happens in the book of Luke, the 15th chapter. Starting at the 13th verse, it says, not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth and wild living. After he had spent everything, 
there was a severe famine in that whole country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed his pigs. And watch this. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. He came to his senses and he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. I want you to remember that. And, and make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. I need somebody to get up. I need you to get up. I, I, I'm not going to go down this, this traditional uh, uh, preach of him squandering his money because we all have been there. <laughs> we all have messed up. We all have really did that. But I, I want to really spend my time. I want to really spend my time on that 20th verse. So he got up and went to his father. I need you to get up and go to your father. There have been so many times in my past where I was so afraid to go to my father and tell him what was going on because I felt like either he didn't understand or he wouldn't not even care. But it, it would be it would be something that I didn't know. I, I was so afraid of whatever the consequences was that as a child, I felt I could handle it and I could get through it instead of telling my father about it. I need somebody who's been even hurt by their father. You got to get up and go to your father. Now, hear, hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you go to your natural father. I'm talking about your spiritual father. I'm talking about the father that created you and placed you here on this earth. I'm talking about God. Regardless of your mistakes, regardless of your shortcomings, regardless of your religion, regardless, I need you to get up. I need you to get up from that place of despair I need you to get up from that place of fear. I need you to get up from that place, that place of depression, that place of loneliness. Even if you don't want to, I need you to. Even if you don't feel like it, I, I really need you to because the word of God says that he got up and went to his father. See, he had he had messed up all his wealth in wild living. Oh yeah, I'm, I've been there. I, 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 I've been there. I don't have to research that. I don't have to study that. I, I believe a lot of us can reflect back and look back even in our own personal lives. Some of the horrible choices we made, some of the money that we should have had, some of the choices that placed us in positions. And oftentimes when we find ourselves in them positions, we start losing our worth. We start feeling less than because you should have known better. I should have. Man, how did I? Let me share something with you. <laughs> my first experience, my first experience, I was a 13-year-old boy, 13-year-old boy, had never kissed a girl. And, and, and there was this girl in our neighborhood, everybody knew her. She was, she was hot. I'll just leave it there. She was real hot. And, 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 13 years old this is in the 90s um, wow she was the first girl that kissed me but I also got robbed 
she set me up. I was on my way to a place called Johnny Walker's. Anybody from Milwaukee, you know what that is, Capitol Court Mall. Um, I had some rayon shirts that I had put on layaway. Oh yeah, I was gonna be fly my sophomore year. <laughs> oh, I was gonna be fly that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was freshman year. Anyway, I was gonna be fly that year. And I, and I had some shirts on layaway. And, and I went, I got my money. And I came out and I made a real bad choice. I made a choice to flash it. And when she saw it, she went into action. Now here I am, this naive 13 year old kid. I don't know, I got a paper out y'all. I'm riding a bike. I don't know anything about this world that she's a part of. She called a man. She walked me around the corner behind her house. And I seen this guy walking down the alley and she started to walk off. And I said, where you going? He walked up and put a gun on me and said, give it to me. It's like, what? And before I could even realize what was going on, I was so scared. And I seen this big old pistol in my face. So I said that to say this, there was a portion of me that was lost in that moment. And instead of me telling my father the full story, I told my father a portion of the story. Now my father being my father was able to figure out and help me unpack and he helped me heal from that. And he helped me understand and not feel ashamed. And I never forget that because that was such a critical moment for me. Because you have to remember as a young man, you know, you, you as a young developing man, right? You dealing with hormones and, you know, I'm not, I wasn't sexually active or anything like that. But, you know, young men, you, you growing up, you're learning. You remember that. And the first kiss you get was accompanied by a robbery. So there was a potential uh, complex that could have came. And don't get me wrong, I definitely had some walls up moving forward for the rest of my life. Thank God for my wife. But I definitely had some walls up. I had some healing to do. I had some stress that I had to unpack. And thank God for me going to my father. And what am I, and I said all of that to say this, many of us have traumatic experiences that we've carried around and we've never unpacked that. But we have the ability and we have the portion and the moment and the time and the safe place to literally unpack with our father, our heavenly father. And explain it. Sometimes the best thing you can do is to talk and to release it and to help unpack and to help release it. I, you might say, well, man, you keep saying unpack. I'm talking about releasing it. Well, I don't got nobody to listen to you. God is always with you. What I'm starting to learn is that God wants a relationship with you that is so tight, that is so tough, that is so close, that you understand it's you and him. It's you and him. It's you and him. It's you and him. Let's look at this. The 20th verse, but he got up and went to his father. <laughs> Watch the rest of this. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him <laughs> and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I sinned against heaven and you I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring a fatted calf and kill it. 
Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. There's something amazing. And I own it. It took me becoming a father to understand this unconditional level of love. It, your children can do some things that will, will take you and push you to the limit. And it took me really, even, even, even in my prodigal walk, watching how my parents dealt with and handled me, right? When it's your child, you remember them as that baby. When it's your child, you remember growing and nurturing. When it's your child, even now, I can remember that day when my children were here. I can remember, I can remember when, when my daughter was in third grade. And I can remember when me and her went to Rocky Rococo's. I can remember when my twins were, were born. I can remember certain events. And when I look at them now, and I look at my, my daughter about to graduate from college and my, 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 my twins uh, preparing to go into high school, and I look at them, I still see that baby. I still see those toddlers. I still see that little girl. I still see that baby. I still see that little boy. So your father needs you to come to him. He placed you here. He knows you and he loves you in spite of. And it, it's something amazing about our mess ups because those mess ups will make us feel like we are underneath the ground. When I made that choice to come outside with all that money and, and, and I wanted to kind of be flashy because that's what it was. I was a kid. I was being flashy. Y'all. I wasn't I wasn't trying to I wasn't trying to do nothing. I was just as we called it stunting. But I stunted in the wrong way at the wrong time. It was the wrong choice. And I learned so many things from that. I learned that everybody that talked that talk is not about that walk. Because you know, a lot of us in that neighborhood that talked about certain things that if whatever happened, what they would do. I learned who your real friends are. I learned uh, what not to do. And I learned that you can't show everybody everything. So even though I went through and I learned, what I learned prepared me to move forward. It hurt me, but it also made me understand that that's, that, that is not who I am. That was a moment. And there were so many other moments like that that came in rushing into my life that I may or may not have made the best choice. And all throughout my walk, even to this day now, there are many times when I have to realize that I'm still his child. And every day, Father, I've seen, forgive me, teach me, show me, help my unbelief, strengthen my heart, strengthen my mind, show me how to be a better husband, show me how to be a better father, show me how to be a better son, show me how to be a better brother. Show me how to be a better uh, provider, a better staple in my community, a better co-worker, a better employee, a better boss. Teach me how to be better. But it's amazing how the father of this young man stopped him before he could even get into his whole speech. Before he could go into his whole spiel, the father had compassion and he didn't care about how he smelt what he looked like. Listen, I know who he is. I'm gonna put a robe on my son and I'm gonna show my son and I'm gonna show the world he my son. I'm gonna bless him in front of everybody. 
We got it. Let's go. Put it on him. Put a ring on him. He don't got no shoes on. My son going to look like my son. God will pick you up. This is why it's so important to go. Thank you, God. This is why it's so important, men, to go to your father. Get up and go to your father. It don't matter what you carry in. He already know. It don't matter how depressed you are. He already know. It don't matter how drunk you are. He already know. It, it already, he already know. He's just waiting on you to get up. Come as you are. Yep. Bring all that baggage. Bring all that mess. Bring it all and watch what he do with it. Watch what he do with it. He not going to judge you. He going to have compassion on you. He going to stop you before you even start your speech. He going to start the feast up for you. He going to celebrate because there's so much inside of you that needs to go out into this earth. It's so many young men that need to hear your testimony. It's so many young men. Think about how... Those of us that's listening to this right now that have overcame any type of challenge, whether it's addiction, whether it's alcoholism, whether it's drugs, whether it's uh, 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 gambling, whether it's uh, that lifestyle of, of being in the streets. If you survived it and you got out of it, listen, you did it for a reason. You got to give back. You got to guide somebody back. You got to guide somebody through. You got to help somebody get up and go home. And even if you find yourself in that place, you still there. Listen, I need you to get up. You listening to this for a reason. You got to get up and go to your father. You down there wallowing, thinking he going to judge you. You down there wallowing, thinking that it's too late. You down there thinking that he don't love you. And, and, and what you've been feeling is how you're supposed to feel for the rest of your life. God set you up for you to hear this today to let you know that this day is the day that the Lord has made. And he wants you to rejoice and be glad in it. Because he wants to have compassion on you. And all we got to do is say, Father, listen, I've sinned. I messed up. I messed up, God. I'm sorry. Right here in this moment. Help me. Guide me. Strengthen me. I'm still your child. I'm still his child. His brother found himself working for somebody else. His father was a king. He, he was surrounded by people didn't care, that didn't care anything about him. You gotta see who's in your circle. Know who's in your circle. He was in a place that a lot of us can find ourselves in, disconnected, in a faraway land. Think about it. He disconnected in a faraway land. They didn't care nothing about him. He was in a circle of nobodies. When you find yourself in a circle of nobody, you gotta realize that you are somebody. And I'm here to let you know that you are somebody. Come to yourself. Stop believing a lie. Stop believing that, that, that you are not who your father called you to be. Some people don't want you to change because your change means no more free rides for them. Your change means uh, they can't look down on you no more. Your change means that, that generational curses will not be broken. But I'm here to let you know that you're worthy. I'm here to let you know that your father is going to have passion, compassion, compassion on you. I'm here to let you know that despite the rejection that, that, that this young man knew he had coming to him. Oh yeah. See, see, he knew, please don't get it twisted at all. Oh, he knew he was wrong. He knew he was bogus. As they say, he knew he was out of order. He knew he was out of order. He was sad 
He was broke. He was hungry. He was tired. He was dirty. He was smelly. He was weary. But he came home. He knew he had consequences to pay, but he came on home. He knew he was supposed to have punishment. Oh, yeah, because see, what was supposed to happen, that's another podcast that we're going to open up. What was supposed to happen, but what the father stopped from happening, my God. Because he was supposed to die. In that culture, the level of disrespect and dishonor that this young man showed to his father. But the father stepped out. That's why the father waiting on us to come home. We think one thing, but father knows best. (laughs) Amen. I love you, brothers. Listen, I pray that this encourages your heart. I pray that this encourages your mind. Be encouraged, be blessed, and know that this is the Pillar of Fire podcast. This is your safe place. This is your safe space. Let's go. Real men, real issues. I love you, brothers. Till next time, be blessed.